The Will Cain Show podcast is presented by the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited double miles on every purchase every day. What's in your wallet? Normally, we're going to start with this thing that we're going to try to do. We're going to do it in about an hour. So we're going to try to figure out, in honor of the EPL, because you know how much I love soccer, try to figure out the first tier of college football programs. It's not just based on who you are in 2017. There's a little brand. I think it's a moving target, whatever the criteria is. But because of this week on on First Take, Will Kane, my co-host again here on the Rosillo Show today, First Take's your hood, your neighborhood. and Yeah, you came into my hood. Yeah. And I noticed the power move. I what? did. I noticed it. You notice everything. Is he leaning back? Is he leaning in? What's his body language saying? And you went out. Is he trying to take over? Because sometimes new guys on the show will do that. Like, I'm going to show you how strong of a presence I have. You went out. No note. No note. Now, I'm not going to pretend like I thought that was natural. I thought that was premeditated. That was a little gamesmanship ahead of time. And it's good. It's good because it's sending the message. Let me just tell you guys something. It's not necessary. <laughs> I was on for one segment, one take, one deal. What if I came at you with something you weren't anticipating? You got to like reference down. Oh, I was ready for you, man. Oh. <laughs> I was. There was no way. There was no way I was going to allow myself to just kind of half. You know what? It roll in. And be like, dude, I'm good at this stuff. Not with you, because I thought maybe you're going to try to get back at me a little. Because I I sense it at times the control I have of the show, the pre-show control. That's about to change. Yeah, <laughs> Will's already hinting at me. You know, just in the future, I could see. So I, I thought that maybe when I went out there that you were going to – but I, I would ask you this. And Hold on. And, can I just ask you this? Because yeah. we didn't do this in pre-show. Talk about the show, the control you have in our meeting and what – so not. I come in today, right? And yeah. we're going to do this and uh, tune in just in about 15 minutes. I say to you, I want to sell you on Nebraska and why Scott Frost can return that program to prominence. And you said to me, eh, are we just doing this because you put in some extra time on this? <laughs> and I, I thought in my head, isn't that what we do every day with you? <laughs> Yeah, but we've already done the Nebraska thing. But I'm going to let you do it. I'm going to let you do it. Let me do it. I know that that (laughs) phrasing itself doesn't sound good, but yeah, I think we've done a lot on Nebraska recently. It is still somewhat newsworthy. So yeah, I was challenging you a bit as your partner today to be like, "Is are we doing anything new though? Are you just going to tell me because they won a bunch of titles that it's a great job?" So we'll we'll do that a little bit later. Is that okay? Yeah. All right, guys. I got this thing I've been working on. I'm just hear me out. I got this thing I've been thinking about. I want to lay it out for you. I hear that three times a week. And I never who you from me. I love it. You got a theory you've been incubating. You've had in the microwave. You've been working on it. I've got one. Let me sell you. I think you already tried to do that exact thing, and that's why I was. Did I say no? I didn't say no to it. All right, we're off Um, running. All right, we're we are. We're ready to go here. I want to ask you about first take maybe a little bit later. Okay, Lamar Jackson. We're gonna have him on the show. What's up? You think you can actually win this Heisman again? I mean, it doesn't really seem like anybody can beat Baker Mayfield, but Lamar's always a pretty good guest. We've talked to him in the past. So to do that, it's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Best phones, best networks, no contracts. I cannot believe what we're about to see, and I kind of hope we see it, even though it makes me it makes me have to do something I don't necessarily want to do, and that's ever root against the Wisconsin Badgers. Um, I am not as convinced as I was before that Ohio State, if they were to face Wisconsin in the Big Ten Championship game, which is exactly what's going to happen, that Ohio State's just going to roll over them, even though Wisconsin, you know, we could look at the resume and all these different things, but Wisconsin's defense is better than I thought. The red zone numbers are pretty good, um, and it's just hard. It's just hard to go undefeated. So when I look at Wisconsin – I'm not convinced Ohio State's just going to roll them and maybe the way I was a couple couple weeks ago. Because when I watch Ohio State, a lot of times it's like, you guys smash. You look awesome against bad teams. But when it's a good team, other than JT Barrett's great play against Penn State, like JT's all over the place. So 
if Ohio State beats Wisconsin, we will have for a stretch the uncertainty of not knowing who the fourth team in the playoff is, and that's if everything goes according to plan with the SEC. That puts Bama and the Alabama fan base, excuse me, Alabama fan base and the Ohio State fan base looking at each other in some medieval battle, just looking across this valley going, all right, we know why we're here. We're going to have to fight. And as I said yesterday, I kind of can't wait because it's two of the most, and this is rightfully so, entitled college football fan bases that are going to have this massive social media argument push about their side. And the side will only be based on who you're rooting for, while the rest of us will be watching from the side being like, who do you want to root for? Because both of these fan bases have probably annoyed the hell out of you, depending on who you've rooted for in the last or rooted for in the last few years. Yeah. I don't I don't know who I will root for. Like my only hesitation is the concept of rooting for them. It'll be hard just not to go, yeah, you know what? Alabama deserves it. Like as you lay it out So that's not you rooting for it. That's not me rooting for it. I don't have any particular affinity for Alabama over Ohio State. But I think the debate, and that's what it'll be, a week long knockdown drag out debate between two heavyweights. You think Ohio State will show up to that with no notes? Uh, they'll, their Power notes are going to be, here's what you're going to hear. The Ohio State argument would be, best conference. Like, is it clear cut? The Big Ten, the Big Conference? Well, you're going to say it. Most talented team. All right. Okay. Well, what does that mean? All right. Big Ten, conference champ. Conference champ matters. Hey, Saban said years ago, conference champ matters. So that means some that last year, right? Yeah, I think he said it last year. I mean, these guys, they're going to say whatever they have to say. Is it last year? Is the meme from last year? Because I know that memes generally aren't the greatest places to go for history. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Like Ben Franklin throwing a Frisbee. Well, it like, is Lane Kiffin tweeting out this meme. Yeah, so, so, okay, exactly. So it's correct. I'm not 100% sure on that, but then you had Urban Meyer say the exact same thing, and then last year they didn't win their champion. So I don't know how you get past the two losses for one team. The Big Ten championship, if Ohio State wins it, to me, would not trump a two-loss debate. Do you value wins more or losses more? That's the entire debate because Ohio State has more impressive wins than Alabama does. But Ohio State has worse losses than Alabama does. So which influences you more? I tend to lean towards the worse losses influences me more. And I think your point yesterday you made on this show is actually very, very persuasive. I don't think Alabama would go to Iowa and get whooped. I don't think that would happen. I don't think they'd give up 55 to Iowa. I mean, I get it. Who's Alabama beaten? And the answer is LSU and Mississippi State. Yeah, and I still... And that's it. I think it's unfair to say that Florida State's this worthless team when you're playing in week one and they still have their quarterback. Well, they get... I mean, if, if there's such things getting credit for scheduling them, they get that. But Florida State didn't turn out to be that formidable of an opponent. Okay, but do you and think Florida State— And I understand Florida week State, one is different yeah, than week 10. It's like the Chiefs. Would you rather play the Chiefs now or the Chiefs in September in the NFL? Right. There's two completely different teams. So, And for all the anti-well, Alabama's not the strong, they're not the same team. If they weren't that strong, they probably would have slipped up before going 11-0. and I think with the one loss—and if this were reversed, if Bama was about— if they had an awful Iowa loss and I thought Ohio State was still pretty good, I'm just not sure that I think even Ohio State's that much better. I mean, this is actually pretty simple for me. I just think Alabama's the better football team. I just do. I don't know that anybody's going to come up with any statistic that says, okay, now I'm going to change my mind. And if it were the other way around and I just felt like Ohio State was the better football team, I'd argue for Ohio State. So this battle of the Titans, this looking across the valley and suggesting we're going to have to fight – 
if this happens, because it's going to be awesome. That's my whole point. But it's probably going to be a slaughter, don't you think? Alabama will win this debate running away. Okay, so by the way, um, Nick Saban never said that you need to win your conference to make the playoffs. So that meme was incorrect? Believe it or not, Lane Kiffin tweeted out an incorrect meme. Dang. Rat poison. Can you imagine somebody on the playoff committee going, oh, man, I really like Alabama. Wait a minute. Hold on. There's a meme out there. Yep. Saban. Saban said you got to win your conference championship. It says it right here on the meme. Hypocrite. 108 retweets. Ohio State's in. Can I imagine that real quick? Yes. <laughs> you then, asked the question. And then Barry Alvarez you... would like turn to one of the other coaches and be like, what are we doing with this person on the committee? But who, who Let me do, just ask you a question. Who okay? does he know? And you can choose to... Based on our pre-show meeting, yeah, some of the conversations we had, yeah. Do you believe a meme could influence people in that room? I absolutely do. There you go. But you would hope there'd be somebody else, like our staff, when we just threw out what the meme may or may not have been, would look it up and go, "Hey, that meme's not true." Like it's like the Tebow memes. Hypocrites. Look at Tebow kneeling. Sometimes and you go, "Wait a minute, what?" Sometimes people don't listen to you. I would hope the 13 people in there. Yeah. And, you you want to believe that the whole thing's going to turn on this meme? I want to fill you in just blanks, fell for I'm it. trying not to because it's not my story <laughs> to tell. Straight Talk Wireless, nationwide coverage on America's largest and most dependable 4G LTE networks. Woj later today talking some hoops with him. Fizdale out at Memphis. That surprised a lot of people. Lamar Jackson later this hour. We're also going to talk with Brad Edwards. So coming up next, Will Kane once again tries to sell me on Nebraska, the football program. It's ESPN Radio. In life, there are talkers and there are doers. Sometimes it's not hard to tell the difference. Mike Bloomberg has spent his life getting big things done. Starting his business out of a one-room office, Mike built a company with 20,000 employees, all with good pay and quality health care. Elected mayor in the aftermath of 9-11, Mike got to work helping rebuild a shaken city, creating nearly 500,000 new jobs and expanding health care for nearly 700,000 New Yorkers. Now, there's a clear choice. Do you want a debater or a doer? Someone who can fix health care, who's done it. A guy who's unafraid of tough challenges, who has a track record creating jobs, who's taken on the NRA and won. That's Mike Bloomberg, a proven leader who can unite our country and get big things done. That's who can beat Trump. That's who we need in the White House. I'm Mike Bloomberg, candidate for president, and I approve this message. Paid for by Mike Bloomberg 2020. Here's the thing. Saving money with Geico is almost better than playing pickup basketball. Because there's always that guy who joins your game. He never passes the rock, he constantly bricks threes, and he'll completely hack you and then put his hands up and say, no foul, no foul. With Geico, it's easy to switch and save on car insurance. No need to fake an ankle sprain because you're absolutely exhausted. So switch and save with Geico. It's almost better than sports. We've had the Nebraska conversation before. Nebraska people absolutely love Will Kane. I do not understand the argument, and I guess you want another shot at this. Well, it's not just that I like revisiting things that I feel like I'm debating with you, but I think it's actually apropos because I think Scott Frost down in Florida is probably having this debate as we speak. He is undoubtedly offered the Nebraska job. There's a decent chance he's going to end up with an offer from Florida State should Jimbo Fisher leave Florida State for Texas A&M. And if that doesn't happen, then I would assume he might have Texas A&M as an option. So he'd be debating Nebraska against Florida State or Nebraska against Texas A&M and asking himself, can I go win there? 
And you and Saruti actually, with some level of passion, have said, nah. I mean, I think, what'd you say, Saruti? Nebraska's done, essentially? I just don't think they can get back. Like, Alabama got back. Notre Dame got back. I don't, I don't see them getting back to championship-level contention every year. Okay, so here's my case. I'm going to sell this to you guys as though you're Scott Frost and why you can come and win here and why you should come to Nebraska. And I'm going to leave out the emotional appeal of, hey, you went here. You should probably hammer that the most because it might be the only reason he's going there. <laughs> it's probably true, but since you don't feel that, I'm not going to use that today. Okay, all right. <clears throat> I'm going to appeal to your unemotional side, Rosilla. All right, let me turn my emotions off. Okay, okay done. No, that was tough. <laughs> I can almost hear you power down. <laughs> um. All right, so here's going to be my selling point to you, okay? Recruiting. <laughs> I knew you were going to love it. Tradition and money. Okay, And those three things are going to add up to winning. Let's start with the one you like the least. Let's start with recruiting. Now, you have made the population argument to me, and I think you have a good point. Nebraska has a state population of only 1.9 million. I've selected a few programs nationwide that I think Nebraska can emulate and looked at their recruiting base and their population as well. I want you to keep one word running around the back of your mind through this entire sales pitch. I want you to think Wisconsin. Okay, I want you to think Badgers. Wisconsin has a state population of 5.7 million, much bigger than Nebraska. Granted, but let's not focus on that. Let's focus on the Wisconsin. So spins. don't don't focus on <laughs> triple the size. Wisconsin spends notoriously no money on recruiting. They're the least spend. Well, they're the most spend thrifty in yeah. the entire Big Ten. Least conference. amount of financial resources. Yeah, no resources devoted to recruiting. And the state of Wisconsin is not exactly no. a recruiting hotbed. No, not. but they have Milwaukee and. You know. Okay, so you've got Milwaukee. Good. <laughs> um, the other ones, Clemson's got a big population. Washington, big population. Mississippi State, only 2.9 million. What I'm telling you here is your bar for success is going to be, can we contend for national titles every once in a while? Like Wisconsin. Now, we in Nebraska spend the most money on recruiting. We have a huge budget devoted to our facilities, which are top tier, and the amount of money we pay to recruiters to go across this nation and bring kids in, not just from the state of Nebraska, not just from the region, but from every part of the country. It's been rough lately, but we're, we're willing to pay to make that different. Number two, tradition. We're number five in wins all time. We've got 889 wins. Where's Army, sir? Let's leave aside Ivy League and, and, and service academies if we can. I think Columbia <laughs> has a bunch of national titles, Yale's too. doing real well, too, I think. <laughs> but um, it's been 20 years, but we got a lot of titles on the wall. We have a lot of tradition. We have a lot of people that turn out for the game. We will support you. And number three, money. We have money. We're top 25 athletic budget. We have $60 million a year just with this football program. You're going to get paid. We're going to support you. You're going to have all the resources you need to go with those stellar recruiting uh, resources and, and our, our facilities. And you, Scott, are going to turn this around because we're behind you 100% of the way. All you have to be is Wisconsin. Just do it every once in a while. Once every five, six years, get us in the conversation. All right. The problem is, man, I'm 17, I'm 18, and Lincoln's not cool. I, I, I'm on Instagram all the time. It's just not cool. And at least in Wisconsin, with triple the population size, even though historically the more recent histories for Wisconsin, I understand Nebraska, it's not even close traditionally what they've done. Um, there's just, 
you know, this thing can change quickly. It can change quickly where I go, when is the last time you're really relevant? I mean, forget playing in a Big Ten championship game and getting smoked back when you won, what, the Legends division? Um, I don't know that it's cool. I don't know that I want to go there. If I'm from Ohio and I can't get into Ohio State, I'm going to go to Michigan State. If I'm from Wisconsin, I probably want to stay in Wisconsin. And if you want to start talking about Starkville and Mississippi State, you know, this is the difference, and it's something Herm Edwards always says. He goes, if I'm recruiting in college, he goes, I need some guys that grew up without a mailbox, all right? I need some guys that grew up in some real rural areas where they feel like they're speaking a different language, and I need a few of those guys on my football team, specifically maybe playing defensive line. I don't know if you have the equivalent of that in the greater Lincoln area if you have that in Nebraska. I mean, this starts to become like a state debate. Frost may love it. Thank God Frost is from there. Okay, because he could make more money at Florida State, but from what I've heard, the Nebraska offer is going to be massive. And yeah, they're going to give him all the support. Everything you said, there's no lies in what you said. I tell them lies. No, but every other person that could go to a similar, if not better, program passes on that. This is about recruiting. No one goes there on purpose unless it's an emotional attachment. If they have a better option, I shouldn't say it as if no one would ever want the Nebraska job. But if you could get the Nebraska job or Florida State job, you go to Florida State. If you could get the Nebraska job or somewhere else in the SEC, you'd probably go to the SEC thing. This is about him growing up there, playing there, and everybody going. Nebraska, I think, is one of those five programs where they always feel like we have to have one of our guys. It's Tennessee right now. It's Michigan all those years. We need a Michigan man to bring this in. So there's nothing you said that I I necessarily say isn't true, but – uh, the emotion is the only thing that's going to have you win this well, if Florida State becomes available. Yeah, they've, I'm, I don't doubt you on that. They have to go all in, not just with emotion, but money with Scott Frost to get him there. But I guess I feel like this, in all seriousness, I think that Nebraska can accomplish the level of competitiveness that Wisconsin has has achieved, that Michigan State has achieved, and to a lesser extent, Mississippi State has achieved. With Mississippi State, you can be in the top Michigan 20. State? I believe. No way. You don't think they can be Michigan State? Well, I think they. You can don't have, think Nebraska can be Michigan State? I think Michigan State's criminally underrated as a program. I, this, in, in, in a few moments, you're going to find right. out I do too. Yeah. But I think that Wisconsin and Michigan State are totally achievable goals for Nebraska. And last point, recruiting honestly is somewhat overrated. A and M pulls guys to College Station. Oklahoma pulls guys to Norman. You don't have to have the coolest city in the world. It doesn't have to be Madison or Austin to pull guys to your town. And the truth of the matter is, coaching is more important than recruiting. I've watched the University of Texas pull top-tier recruits year after year after year and underperform. Coaching turned Oregon won with two- and three-star guys. I'm less concerned with getting five-star guys every year and worried about getting a coach in there who knows how to win with what he's got. What you're asking, though, to be Wisconsin, Will... Rosilla Show, Will Kane, ESPN Radio, is you're asking, hey, we can just be Wisconsin. And yeah, you're like, there's almost no program I would say you're, I think they're incapable also of that returning. Style, running like that. It's in, they're incapable of getting back to what they were in the glory years. Could they touch on a Michigan State year? Could they touch on a Wisconsin year? Of course they can. I don't think I'd say that there are a lot of programs that I would just say forever you will never be. Of course, Nebraska could have this run. I mean, who knows? Maybe they could win a Big Ten championship in a down year. It would have to be for Michigan and Ohio State. But if you're asking to emulate Wisconsin, what you're really saying is you would like to be the best player development program in the country because that's what Wisconsin has been. And I don't think that's just easy. I don't think you can just say smaller, Midwestern town, 
hey, they're pretty good every now and then. Wisconsin's a really good program. We can go be that. But Wisconsin also is given credit for finding a way to coach their guys up maybe better than any single program in football. But I think there's going to be a bunch of people that love you for that pitch. At Rosillo Show, 100flowers.com, Twitter feed. Lamar Jackson, will he be a finalist? Does he think he can win back-to-back Heismans? That's next. We're going to talk to the Louisville quarterback right here on the Rosillo Show at ESPN Radio. Now that Human Resources Director Fernando Pino has Kronos for HR, payroll, talent, and time, he's completely crushing it. He even has his own hype song. Supporting our entire workforce, everyone has different hours, skill sets, and pay grades. Motivating and engaging our people every step of the way. Kronos, HR solutions for the modern workforce and the people who support them. Learn more at Kronos.com slash HR Swagger. I'm on the top, I'm gonna rise up. I'm on the top, top, I'm gonna rise up. I'm on the top. We're going to try to do this college football Premier League thing where we come up with the top 20 programs, not just for this year, but more recent history, brand, all that kind of stuff. We'll figure out the criteria at some point. Will Kane today, The Rosilla Show, ESPN Radio. Joining us on the Shell Penzoil Performance Line, it's cool to introduce somebody who's still playing college ball this way, your Heisman Trophy winner. That's Lamar Jackson, Louisville quarterback. What's up, man? How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Okay, so we just found out, and, and I remember this came up when Tebow was still in school, but because you've won the Heisman Trophy, that means you have a Heisman vote. So you just got it, right? It just came in the mail? Um, I think so. <laughs> All right. Could you give us any sense of which way you're leaning for your Heisman winner this year? Oh, you know, it's a lot of great players, you know, in the race right now. I, I really don't know. You know it's going to come down to, I don't know. <laughs> okay, is that a... Is that a very humble way of saying you're not sure if you're going to vote for yourself? Because you've been statistically the same guy. So, I mean, is there part of you that wants to vote for yourself? I mean, you know, um, I really, you know, I haven't thought about it. You know, it's great playing around, you know, myself included. And uh, I just, you know, I'm just going to judge it, you know, give it a fair shake. You know, it's not just because it's me and anything like that. So are you going to go back and watch what, like Baker Mayfield all 22 here? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no, you know, um, I don't know yet. I, I just got to see. I haven't just sat down and th- thought about it or anything like that yet. When it comes to your own Heisman candidacy this year, Lamar, do you feel like you have gotten enough attention in the Heisman race in 2017? Oh, uh, well, you know, I don't really um, look into it to see, see my name being thrown out there. You know, I just play the sport, you know, because I love it. With a passion, I just give them all. But it hasn't. I mean, I'm sure you've noticed to some extent, and maybe not. Maybe, maybe your your head is completely down in the playbook and in the film consistently. But for some reason, as Ryan just points out, with in some cases better numbers than last year, your name is not being said as many times as it was last year. Why do you think that is? Uh, um, I, I just say, you know, um, we, we didn't have a season that we were supposed to. You know, um, you know, we had a lot of guys. End of the season, and we we wasn't really, you know, how we was at the beginning of last year. So I just say that's why I say my team and you know my name was brought down a, um, a lot this year. Yeah, and Lamar, I think to be totally fair, we're talking to Lamar Jackson here again. You have the four losses, so that hurts you, mm-hmm. and that's the way the Heisman works. And that's not necessarily all on you, but it's a quarterback. I do mm-hmm. think the public 
Like, we have a hard time with stuff that we feel like, oh, Lamar already won it. Like, that's old news. But yet more guys that I'll talk to around here are going, have you paid attention to what Lamar Jackson's doing? So the hype doesn't seem to be there as much. But the numbers are, do you think that people would have a hard time voting for you because you'd be the only second back-to-back winner? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I, I don't know. You know, I, I can't think for people. You know, I just <laughs> I can't get answer to that. But she's gonna get. You're gonna get one vote, right? You're gonna get your own. You're gonna get one. Hopefully. Right? <laughs> Hopefully. All right, Lamar. Tell us what happened this past weekend. What happened with the uh, with the brawl in the end zone with with Kentucky? <laughs> it wasn't really a brawl. I wouldn't say it was a brawl. You know, I was I was still laughing and stuff like that. I wasn't um, mad, but you know. Uh, I got up, you know, um, a player tackled me. I got up, and one player just came up in heaven. And I thought the ref was going to say something, but he didn't. So I was just like, yeah. but, you know, it escalated. I guess it just got blown out of proportion a little. Were people surprised? Do you think people were surprised that, that you were like, hey, just because I'm a quarterback doesn't mean you can't, like, I, th- I always think, yeah, like, the defensive backs. I, I think I think so, you know, um, but, you know, I play football, you know, with a passion, like I always say. And, you know, things like that happen. You know, even the street football, you know, you got back playing with your friends and stuff like that. You know, it can just get out of proportion a little. It's just football. It's part of football. I can't imagine playing street football with you. <laughs> like, no one can tackle you on Saturdays. How how bad is that with your friends? Well, it's very fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> what about football next year, Lamar? Um, who do you see yourself as as the next level? When you look at the NFL and you see different guys play – the quarterback position, and I assume that's where you envision yourself. Um, who do you see yourself playing like? Uh, I, I don't really see myself playing like um, you know, I'm still focused on this year. You know, um, I don't really know. Michael Vick, my favorite player, like I always say, but I don't really know. What did you think when Vic said that he thought you were like? What did he say? And I'm paraphrasing here a little bit, but he thought you right now were better than he was. Is that what he said? Uh, that, that's what he said. I was just happy at the time. He recognized me, you know, um, just, just from him being my favorite player. Like I said, I was just happy at the moment. But, you know, um, I still, you know, I still feel he's a GOAT of all time. Yeah, at least he's a good GOAT. I feel like we throw GOAT around a little bit too much uh, today. But that yeah, one, but that... He, 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 he's a GOAT. No, that's okay. I... Yeah, he's a GOAT. We're on the same page with that one. We got Lamar Jackson here in Louisville. <laughs> uh, so, you're a junior. You can leave. What do you? Th- how much have you thought about it? Uh, I haven't really thought about it at all yet. I haven't sat down with my family or anything yet. I'm still, you know, trying to worry about our bowl, bowl game right now. Lamar, Ryan and I, in just a few minutes, we're going to have a debate between each other about the top 20 football programs across the nation. Who belongs in that top tier? When you were coming out of high school, where were you thinking about going besides Louisville? Uh, Florida. Florida was the only school. Florida and Louisville? Mm-hmm. What made you pick Louisville over Florida? Uh, you know, I fell in love with being here. You know, um, the fans. You know, I, I went to. I think I forget what basketball game I went to. You know, what the crowd was all into it. You know, the fans. People already knew my name and stuff like that. You know, I was just happy to be here. You know, Florida. I was just home. You know, I just felt too close to being home, and I just wanted to get away. Lamar, it's always weird for an older dude to be saying this to a younger guy. I mean, you're finishing up school. Who knows? You may come back, but it has been. An absolute pleasure to watch you play every weekend for the last couple of years, man. And I remember when everybody kind of like passed the torch from you to Saquon Barkley, 
and I kind of got mad about it on Twitter. I just felt like because Barkley was having this incredible <laughs> game, I go, wait a minute, you can't. Like, I know you have the four losses, but seriously, mm-hmm. I, I don't know that I've ever seen a dude like you. So it's been a lot of fun, man, <laughs> no matter what happens. And hopefully we'll see you in New York, all right? Good luck. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you, guys. All right, that's your Heisman Trophy winner from last year. Lamar Jackson been in the zone this season for Louisville. In the zone, brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. I, I have moments where I freak out by myself watching that kid play. He's going to be disappointed that neither Florida or Louisville are making my Premier League cut. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's what we're going to try to do here. This is going to – and we're not even doing this to mess with people because everybody always talks about relegation. Like, should we have it in American sport? You know how yes. I, did, I did singular, not plural. And Oh, going full room. Okay. So the way the EPL sure, yeah. works, for those that don't know, <laughs> you have 20 teams in that top tier. So the simplest thing we could do is just go 2017, let's look at college football and go, okay, who are the top – no, no, that's not what we're doing here. So let's try to figure out what the criteria is, and then we'll announce who our 20 teams are in college football in that elite, that premier tier. Okay? Okay. That's the one that people are trying to get promoted into. Sounds good. We'll do that next. Will Kane, Rosillo Show, ESPN Radio. Geico presents, oh boy, another voicemail from your roommate. Hey, I got some bad news. Someone broke into our apartment and they took your TV and your computer. But what's most upsetting is they took my water bottle. Oh wait, there it is. I was really worried for a second. Oh, they took your stereo too. The Geico Insurance Agency could help keep your personal property protected. Like if your roommate is only worried about her $2 aluminum water bottle. Visit Geico.com to see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance. I'll have, never forget. I don't know if I'm ready. I'm not, yeah, not sure I'm ready for I'm, this. I know I'm not ready. And lists are dangerous. Well, we're I still making notes. Probably should have sent this assignment out. This should have been homework for last night. They sit at home, check your work, get up the next day. Whenever you have to write something, you should always write it. Never hit send if it's important. It's really important. There's not a time limit on this deal. And then wake up and read it. And it is amazing how much better you will feel about the changes you make the next day. It never fails. You go, oh, you know what? Not as emotional. Mm-hmm. Not as serious. Ooh, I don't like that sentence now that I've had a few hours to think about it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what we should have done with this college football EPL assignment. Will Kane, the Rosilla Show, brought to you by Upside.com, giving all business travelers the gift of a better travel experience this holiday season. Upside.com. Can't emphasize how good these guys are enough. Uh, and that's not college football. Upside.com. So the process here is what? We're trying to figure out the criteria for our top 20 teams in college football. Not in 2017. Okay, not who you are this year. So UCF, I'm going to break it to you now. You're not going to make it. Mm. <laughs> you love Scott Frost and the whole, right, the just, whole thing. Just speak for yourself a little okay, bit. Okay, right. There's two different people here, two different lists. Unfortunately, do we have two different sets of a criteria here? Let's talk through the criteria for a minute. Excellent. Um, Excellent. So as you stated earlier, it's too easy to just go, okay, who are the top 20 teams last year? That's who our Premier League teams are. Yeah, we're going to relegate or we're going to promote based upon 2016's results. Yeah, not Rosillo's show. We are doing something different. But we're each going to define it on our own. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of is that it's going to be one of those things where I go, how do you not see this? Because I'm only looking it through my lens, the definition that I've come up with. Where I go, no, I just don't see that team that way, and you're going to see a team different way. So I've been debating this pre-show yeah. with Mike A, with Saruti, with people in the hallway. Bubba wanted nothing to do with it. Bubba's not in on it. He's the only one that's not in on this. But 
I think we've all agreed to some extent these are the factors playing in. We can weight them how we want, but the factors playing in are this. Sort of a three- to five-year rolling average of where you've been. Recent history, last year should count more than ten years ago, than five years ago. Prestige, Rudy's real big on prestige. We're going to have to have a little bit of talk about this. Prestige worldwide. Prestige. And I think that's it. I think that's our three main factors we're weighing to various levels. Well, I don't know that the recent history means more than 10 years ago. Oh, I feel strongly about this one. Okay, so what if a team played in a national championship less than 10 years ago, but it was over five years ago, okay? So you're looking at the window of 2007 to 2012. A team played for a national championship, but it's 6-6 and this year. I think you're going to have problems today. So you would weight the 6-6 and Heavier? Yes, I would. Oh man, we're gonna have two. We're gonna have. To, well, here's the thing: as now, I feel like we're gonna have two different lists. But is that a problem? Is are we really gonna have more than five teams that are different? Because I got to about thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, where I go. I don't know how you leave any of these teams out. I don't, I wonder how many different teams are gonna have. Well, here. let's do this. Let's let's go ahead and lay down who we have that we're pretty sure are gonna be the same. Who's for sure in the Premier League? Or do we tease this over a few more minutes? Triple eight say ESPN eight eight seven two nine three seven seven six. I'm gonna name a few that I think we're gonna there's gonna be no disagreement on. I want to hear from just one person though on what they think the criteria should be. Because you started dropping these these timeline windows that I didn't even define that well. Oh, that's my criteria. I think if you played in a national championship within the last ten years. And it wasn't a fluke. And here's the other thing is it's not really – I've gone through it. We've talked about it before on the show. Last 30-plus years, the last weird national champion that you had was Colorado mm-hmm. or Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. And that was a completely different system than we BYU had. BYU in the 80s. Yeah, Trevor Maddich. Shout out. All right, let's get to some of this. How about this? Let's just start with agreement. Tell me if any of these teams are not in your English Premier League. Look at how nervous you are. Well, because th- th- this is this also, is the easy part. No, it isn't. The, this is the hard part because I know, with the way I did it, I've definitely left somebody out. Where I'm going to go, this is. It may not be Van Pelt leaving Kevin Durant off of his top five small forward list. <laughs> that happened when, when we did. We did <laughs> your show was a long time ago. To be fair, yeah, but that was every day lean part of the summer. We started doing positional rankings in the NBA, and we he he did the small forwards, and he he went first. And Stanford Stephen and I like, all right, did you look at his list? I'm like, yeah. And I go, he doesn't have Durant in his top five small forwards. And we go, well, obviously, he, Durant's like his favorite player, so he doesn't like not believe in Kevin Durant. And Stanford Stephen and I go, well, what do we do? We go, we want to see how long this goes and if he actually announced on the air. So he does his top five, but he's like mellow. <laughs> you know, and he just forgot him? Corey Brewer. I'm kidding. And then he just forgot, and then we did it. And Stanford Stephen and I are dying laughing and and Van Pelt gets so sweaty butt, and he's so mad, and he's just going, what? 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 Did I, why are you guys laughing? What, ha- what happened? And he's like looking at the graphic, and we're just like, you left off Kevin Durant. And he's like, Kevin Durant's a power forward. We're like, Abaka. He goes, ugh. Hmm. He's like, I hate list. I hate it. So that's kind of how I feel right now. Um, we have another minute here. Yeah, you're worried. I think we can do this. If, it, if not, we're just going to have to carry the tension over. All right, these are going to be on both of our lists. This is my prediction. Bama, Clemson, Ohio State, Slow and Oklahoma. <laughs> Jeez. Come on, those four no-brainers. Bama. <laughs> I don't know. Any good wins this year? Um, okay, Bama, Clemson, Ohio State. Oklahoma. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. That's, That's all you want to do? 
Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know if there's enough time. I can feel no, no, this. There's, there's not enough time. Sorry. Right, so we'll tell you the rest <laughs> of the 20 on the other side of this. And the thing is, is all you soccer guys, you love this. We're going to have wish. To, you're, I can't believe we got four teams out of the way. The debate starts at 15, man. 15 to 20 is the tension zone, okay. not five. Okay. Well, let's, <laughs> let's enter the tension zone then. We'll do our top 20 based on a criteria that's clearly floating and likely different. But I, th- I think we're a little closer on this than we think. All right. So we'll do that. Uh, coming up next, also, don't forget, Woj is going to join us in the third hour talking Memphis Grizzlies. Maybe JoJo's going to stop by and talk some NFL. Yeah? All right. Justina Anderson at 3.30 Eastern. All right. The rest of this list next on ESPN Radio.